to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello, welcome to episode 225 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Sam. I'm Chris. I kept Chris waiting, not normally my sort of thing. Uh, my daughter just managed to delete her Minecraft world. Oh, really? Yeah. So oh was, my God, that would have been meltdown. Yeah, there's a few tears. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. She's, uh, Can she find, could uh, she find it again? No, nah, uh, it doesn't do revision, uh, revisioning sort of thing. I found a... I, what I did first was I downloaded a recovery tool, which brought back... It found a bunch of the files, Yeah. Uh, but not all of the files I needed, apparently. So I tried to reinstall all that. That's what I was doing when you were asking me what I was up to. And uh, there's a backup from November. So six months of stuff... World building. ...may have disappeared. It looks like quite a bit of it's there. She seems happy enough that most of it's there now. We'll see. Oh, dear. So, how did she manage that? Well, because when you open it up, it says, do you want to create a new world, or do you want to edit or delete the world? And there's a list of worlds, and she had heaps of them, and she was just going, delete, 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 and then went, oops. Ooh, okay, so total user error. Total user error. Okay. Crisis averted so far. (sighs) That's a good way. No, that sounds depressing. It's not a depressing podcast, Chris. Don't make that sound. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not. I can't, well, it's so many days until you're unemployed. 34, 34 working days uh, before I am free. Yeah, I know. We're all looking forward to uh, that. And Sam's 11-year-old daughter is giving me um, employment advice. That's right. She'll do that. (laughs) So I drove 850 kilometers plus on the weekend to go see one pumpkin, Chris. (laughs) Worth it. (laughs) <laughs> was it a huge pumpkin? I keep telling myself that. Uh, it was a 500-odd kilo pumpkin. It was all right. That's, uh, that's, 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 that's decent. No, that's we, decent. we went on a road trip to Gisborne, my daughter and I, and uh, I knew that this Bushmary Arms is the only event that I know of that could postpone it due to the weather. And they made that call really early in the day, like way earlier than what I expected them to. Um, but you went down the night before. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was already there. So, But that's all right. That was the risk. I knew that could possibly happen, but it's okay. I think I would have been more annoyed if it was just me on that trip by myself. Yeah. I think that would have been a waste of time. But uh, no, it was good. So Jared grows a big pumpkin as an exhibition pumpkin. He takes it, and I caught up with him, had a big chat and photos and stuff. So that was good. But it was a nice day. Like, they could have done the event, but it's all right. But the, the other... Yeah, it's always the thing. I, it's... I, I, it I think I think they made a bad call because you get a whole bunch of people going, oh, I'm going to go that day. Then you postpone it. Yeah. Then do they go the next week? Probably not. Well, I'm was, sure you'd lose people. They, they did a post in the Gisborne Herald or whatever the local paper's called, and one of the organisers said, oh, it is on next week. Unfortunately, that's the same day as the teddy bears picnic. But... We pretty certain they're like different age age groups, so we should be okay. And I'm like, mm, even that yeah, might be stuffing up. Parents have to go with the kids <laughs> to the teddy bear picnic. That's right, <laughs> you know. So and and this, you know, anyway. Uh, and the other thing I did was I stepped on my phone and smashed it. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's still shards of glass. Oh no, you've got the dumb phone now. Well, yeah, the shards of glass are still falling off the the normal phone, so that's good. And I'm on the old Nokia 3310 right now. If you're wondering what I 
what I'm using. He's rocking a Nokia. Uh, the the one tip I will have if you are thinking about going to a dumb phone and getting a Nokia 3310, the screen on these is plastic, so you want to go to AliExpress and pick up a bunch of screen protectors. It only has to be in your pocket for a couple of days before it starts getting all scratched up. All oh, right, right, right. But I got right. podcasts on there, so that's good. Sweet. Well, well done. Well done. Uh, I got loads and loads of stuff written down. We're not going to get through it all. Um, good. I, I'm going to be worried if you. I'm going to worry. Have yeah. to cherry pick some of the better ones. Like Burger King teams up with Impossible Foods, Impossible Burger, which means there will be vegan burgers from Burger King at some point. Woohoo! That was all I want to talk about for that. No, That's good. No, yeah, they're doing a trial. It's happening in America. It should be good. If it goes ahead, it'll be worldwide. They're going to try and do it. They do have a current, uh, I think it was New Zealand or Australia. No, Australia. They rolled it out. Uh, Cracker Jacks over there. Uh, they rolled out the... Uh, some fed chicken or something, was it? Or- no, some sort of vegetarian, vegan-y thing over yeah. there. And people said, uh, it, I, I get more taste if I just ate cardboard. Like, it was terrible. But yeah. yeah, I've got that chicken stuff upstairs I haven't tried yet. Oh, the fake chicken? Yeah, yeah. I think it's some fed or it's, it's chicken-free chicken or something. Yeah. I don't know. I'm so keen, to, try keen to look at that. Yeah, you got to try that. Um, I've got here, I want to talk about this. I don't know. This is, I think this is interesting. So Brazil, identical twins, not nice guys. Hang on, start again. Identical twins. Uh, identical uh, okay, twins Okay, I thought you Brazil. said something else. Yeah. What from, about them? They're not nice guys. Not nice guys. So they used to use each other to cheat on their girlfriends. So oh, I'll go to the movies yeah, with yeah. you. Okay. And then he'd go off and it'd be the brother went with a yeah, yeah. all that sort I mean, of stuff, that's, right? Yeah. So anyway, they get this... Young, this young woman gets pregnant and she goes, oh, uh, one of these guys is a father. But and they both you're... deny it. And so they do DNA testing, but it's inconclusive because they both got the same DNA because they're identical twins. And so the judge, I, okay. so the yeah. judge I, this is the reason I brought this up because I think he's a genius. The judge goes, uh, they must each pay one third of their income to the mother for the benefit of the child. Wow. So normally over there, I think it is one third. Yeah. So this kid is getting twice as much as anyone else. Yeah. And he says, uh, the judge said, said, this compensates for the basic right of the child to know who her father is. So both of you are paying. <laughs> Way to go, Brazilian I, judge. I like that. I, think I thought there might have been something in the DNA to differentiate something. No, I no, they, apparently they can't. Ah, inconclusive. Um, inconclusive. There must be some slight variance, but not enough to, to make yeah, a difference, maybe. I would imagine. No, I mean, all identical twins do that thing, don't they? I don't know, but the only identical twins I I ever had were these two Swedish girls who were all over me on payday. Uh, one day when I was 22 years old in Spain, and then they then they rolled me for my money, and I never saw them in a god anywhere. Uh, only so, identical twins. I know they switched around at high school. They'd do each other's exams. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, okay. Anyway, um, so that's cool. What about the legend of the Doc Hut? As Have a heard about- Department of Conservation? Yep, Department of Conservation Hut. So no, there's all these is, rules around- This is a mixed bag, isn't it? There's all, all the these place. rules around Doc Huts. And yeah. Have you ever used one? No, I haven't. I, I'm sure we did when I was we, like 11. We went for a school trip and yeah. we stayed, and I must must have been a Doc We've hut. got one of the best hut sort of setups in the world. Yeah. For, for these tracks and the- oh, I'm going to mince this name up. The Tiara Tiara- Roa Trail, which is the Walk of New Zealand. Right. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know. So anyway. So these are the 
uh, the the hut user's code. I'm going to re- quickly run through this. One, keep cuts. Uh, uh, keep huts clean and tidy. A broom and bush pan are provided. Please use them and leave muddy boots outside. Two, conserve gas when using gas heaters and cookers. During cooking, always open a window or door to allow dangerous carbon monoxide fumes to escape. Yep. Three, keep an eye on boiling water and food and make sure to turn gas heaters off overnight. Make sure it's all properly off when you leave. Four, keep uh, wood-burning fires contained. Never leave them unattended. Only burn dead dry wood and be careful with hot ashes. Make sure fire is extinguished before leaving. Uh, replace wood for the next visitors. Five, share huts with others by being considerate. Make room for latecomers and keep quiet if others are asleep. Six, share boiled water and other with other trampers to help conserve gas. So, like, yeah, yeah, know. that makes sense. Uh, seven, carry it in, carry it out. Recycle all your rubbish. Take two bags, one for recycling and one for rubbish food scraps to carry out with you and dispose of responsibly. Yep. Eight, no smoking in huts. Take your cigarette butts out with the rest of your rubbish. Nine, hunters must follow firearms and safety code. Pretty straightforward. Yeah. Uh, ten, no dogs allowed inside the huts. Yep. Eleven, before leaving, close doors and windows securely. 12, always pay hut fees. Yep. I don't know how that does. I'm, I, I would imagine these days it's with an app, right? Oh, they, they yeah. They, you know what was missing in that? What's that? Nowhere does it say, don't brew your own beer and have a party in a hut. No, of course not. Where so, they, uh, did they do that somewhere? So this woman's come in and she's complained because she, she turns up at this hut she's she's planning to go to and this guy's in there and he's got things boiling and she's going, what are you doing? He's oh, brewing beer. I've got five mates coming around. We're having a bit of a drink tonight. What? And so, um, so she went off and she's moaning and grumbling and she met other people on the, the track, the track yeah. and they were like, oh, we were going to stay there but we're not going to stay there if they're all drinking and just partying and... And so, and at first I'm sort of reading the story going, oh, I see a point. But then um, the ranger had seen them there and talked to them and said, yeah, no, that's cool. Just, you know. But hang It's for use of everybody. Don't be (coughs) exclusive. And this is the woman that's complaining. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) A picture tells a thousand words, doesn't it? If you just imagine someone in a darkly lit room with a light on her and the world's uh, greatest resting bitch face, (laughs) that's what you, yeah. Her name's Lynn, which just fits too. Of course it does. So Lynn, who did not want her last name to be used, said Uh. she also came across a group of travellers who seemed to have overstayed their welcome at the Gridiron Shelter in Mochuaca, when she was hiking there in January. So I think she just hikes there and moans about people everywhere. So, yeah, no, that's true. (laughs) But how... See, now now I want to know how far away this hut was from civilization. How much yeah. gear did this guy have to bring in, or did he just drive to it? And it's in the middle of the Tararua wilderness. A nice young American guy. So a nice it- young American guy had taken up a residence at the hut with a huge pot and was using water from the nearby river to brew large bottles of beer. I can't imagine this beer being any good. No, I think they'd be squatting somewhere pretty soon. Because don't you have to leave it for like a little bit of time in the I bottles? Have no usually, no idea. I have no idea. I think you do. From- Docks Wairarapa operations manager Kathy Koo, whatever her name is, said a ranger had come across the brewer quote unquote, um, but found the man was personable and friendly and had a current annual hut pass. While we certainly wouldn't encourage this behaviour, our ranger made the call that from what he witnessed, the man wasn't bothering other users at that time. Do you know what this sounds like? It sounds like this guy is brewing up something, and I don't think it was beer, No. and the woman comes up 
And he says in a piss take kind of way, I'm brewing up a whole bunch of beer and all my mates are going to be drinking it soon. And she just goes, right, that's it. I'm out of here. I'm going to another hut. I don't know why. I'm telling the world. I'm telling the whole world. I've got that editor's number on speed dial. Hello, it's me. It's Lynn. Remember the one without the cats? All the cats and the feces? Well, I've got another news story for you. The dock hut. You know the one? The one yeah. in the middle of nowhere? The man is brewing beer out there. At least that two other people aren't staying there because I told them. Not because they met the man and spoke to him. No. Far. And the editor's like, that'd be a great story. Let's get a photographer out there. <laughs> oh, they probably have Lynn on file. <laughs> Bring up number 24 of Lynn. Does that say Does that say it's a uh, file photo or whatever I'm, they call it? I'm out of it. I don't, yeah, uh, I, bet it, I, I don't know. That's not going to be the last we hear of Lynn. (laughs) If we hear a story about someone complaining (coughs) and their name's Lynn, boom, it's her. Yeah, pretty much. Anyway, um, what did you find out about? Actually, actually talking about that, you know where she should have come? Hamilton. Oh, because we're like the best uh, batch place or something? The top of batch destination in all of New Zealand. Is Hamilton. Oh, yeah. I so, think it's because we're the tonguey capital of the country. No, according, according so, um, but like this is all according to the website Booker Batch. Okay, so take, so, so it's there. Yeah, so take it with a grain of salt. Wanaka came in second place. Queenstown came in third. Hamilton is number one. Now this is no surprise to our bloody um, secondhand car dealer, Mayor yes. Andrew King. <laughs> um, King cars. He said, it's been an incredible summer. We've had the Rugby Sevens, Black Caps, Festival One, rowing, power boating, and all sorts of stuff. And he goes, you know, people come for rag on, they come for all this. And part of the reason of the city's popularity is that it's been discovered by Aucklanders, is what he said. What? What? It's very disappointing that Aucklanders discovered us. What? We're a city of 170,000 people and we're often overlooked by the rest of the population and we like that. We like being under the radar. Do we, Mayor Andrew King? What Do we really? Is, what is wrong with his brain? What? He's oh an God. interesting guy. Like if you ever talk he to him is. if you talk he to is. him in person, um yeah, he's very interesting. He, uh, he yeah. doesn't seem to have a problem talking to people. But he doesn't actually really connect with them, if you know what I mean. He'll shake hands with everybody, but oh no, I'm- he's a yeah, he's very politician-like. But he's almost slightly removed. Yeah, yeah, because the politicians he's you- sort of aloof. But yeah, because the politicians yeah. you can actually have a conversation with them, even though they want to talk about whatever. Yeah. You can have like yeah, there's more of a connection with them. But he's. Yeah, I don't know. It's like he's like, I have read the book on how to do the politician thing. This is the book on how to converse. Hello, mine's Andrew King. How are you? Good. Good to hear that. Look at me. I haven't my- said anything yet. No, but good to hear that. Uh, Look at me in my Santa robes. Oh, my God. It's so Santa-like. Um, okay. So I, I'm curious to, yes. to hear about your DubFX uh, update because I mentioned DubFX last episode last episode chris said in his car he had a bunch of cds one of them was wfx some dude that he met in the uk i'd never met him i've only ever seen him on you brought a cd from him i bought a cd off off youtube oh i thought you, I, I came the way you YouTube. worded it, it sounded like he was busking on the side of the road no well that's what it, he is on youtube yeah yeah sorry so i'm like i'm like a street 
watcher once removed no, by this, YouTube. This is even worse then. <laughs> and I, I almost saw him once because I, I, oh, I, oh, uh, I went to Christchurch and he was there. And I was like, that's, that's WFX. And he was there for the f- festival. And so I booked to go and see him at one of the f- events and he had a sore throat and cancelled that event. So I never I mean, there. Anyway. Fair, fair enough. Uh, no, the update was he has... <laughs> He has a, I can't believe you saw him on YouTube. Why do I think I saw you? Anyway. No. Uh, I just bought a CD from YouTube. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, no, he's a very busy man. He's all over the places in Australia next month. Uh, not in New Zealand, but like all random, like goes Australia and then Europe and then uh, like Brazil and... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's very talented. So just in case you want to know what he does, he uses only his voice in one of those looping stations and makes music with it. And uh, and he'll, he'll do that for an hour at a time and go through a lot, lot of different genres of music. And yeah, it's really it's really cool. Go to, go to YouTube and look up um, WFX. Or, or just go to his website, which I think is WFX.com or yeah, Google it. I don't it. think he had a website when I Well, no, this. he does now. And you can play... That, it's probably 10 years ago. You can play that. all the tracks from his latest album. Oh, nice. Just on the website yeah. you can play. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. Cool. Hey, did you know... I don't know if you did or not. So Netflix, right? Everybody loves Netflix. We've been watching heaps of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because I watched Wonder Woman the other day. Oh, I haven't seen it. No, no, because it's on But I know it's on there. No, I've been watching the Madeleine McCann eight-part documentary thing about that. Who? Oh, Oh, that's it. The girl that got stolen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, watch that. Anyway, so when Netflix actually started up, a lot of people, especially young people, will not know this. I mean, my daughter didn't know what a VHS tape was the other day. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, we were in Gisborne, we were at Op Shop, and she holds up this VHS thing, and she's really confused because it's got Toy Story written on it. On a label. On like the a, label. A, like a proper printed yeah, yeah, yeah. Toy Story label. And she goes, it's got Toy Story on it, but I don't know what this thing is. And she goes, it's like got black sellotape in it. She goes, can I touch it? <laughs> Like, because she flipped it open. I was like, no, don't do that. So anyway, it made me feel old. And when I told my mum that story on the weekend, I showed her the video of it. My mum goes, um, she actually just looked at me and she said, is that the first time that's happened? Because that's when you know you're getting old now. Is when your children have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, back in the day, Netflix did a DVD um, service where they yeah, sent DVDs out. Yeah, because they started. Like, what was it called here? Fat, fatso? Fatso. It was Fatso, but it was that a competitor or was that just rebranding here? I don't oh, no, know. No, that was a different one. But, but yeah. they were effectively the, the same. same. Yeah, yeah, no, that's right. So, Netflix still does that. Uh, 2.7 million people still use the physical DVD delivery service, right? Uh, so four All point, in North America, I'm picking. Yeah, yeah. 4.7% of America's population still down with the DVD. Um, it's not part of their revenue, but when they've only got, say, 6,000 things on the streaming service, they've got 100,000 DVDs. And when they get new releases, they get them in DVD first before it gets put up on streaming. And uh, they said a lot of the area in America doesn't have broadband, which makes sense. Yeah. But most people that get the DVDs are in major cities like New York and Chicago and things like that. Basically because the DVD has all the extras and things. I guess. And that's a fair call too. Um, Have you ever wanted to go to Dubai? Uh, no, I never really thought about it. 
I've always sort of gone, I'd love to go, because I've never been anywhere in the like Middle East or anything. And I mm. thought, and Dubai is sort of so flash. It's like, I guess, in my head, it's like the Las Vegas of the Middle East, if you like. Yeah, right? yeah, it's all crazy. So I thought I'd, I'd like to pop there. But I'm starting to have second thoughts. So um, in 2016, a woman who lived in the UK, she saw that her ex-husband had got married. And I think he does live in, oh, no, he doesn't. He was from Dubai. He's and from he, Dubai. Yeah. Okay. And he'd got married. So she divorced him. He got married. And she commented mm. on Facebook. She had a moment. We all have a moment, right? Some, Every yeah. now and again. Yeah, yeah. You know, some, I try, some more frequently than others. I try not to uh, post it anywhere on the internet. I just normally do it verbally as I'm yelling across the lounge or <laughs> yeah, yeah. throwing something at the yeah, door. And I do occasionally put some stupid stuff on. But she made the comment that he's an idiot and his new wife looks like a horse. I mean, can't can't judge that. She might actually look like a horse, but yep, carry yeah, on. Okay, so in terms of what you hear on the internet, that's pretty mild, really. It's pretty My mild. My ex-husband's an idiot and his new wife looks like a horse. Nay. So that was 2016. In 2019, just a couple of months ago, actually, she took her daughter to do wife for her ex-husband's funeral. He died. I don't, okay. It doesn't say how or why oh, whatever. or whatever, yeah. but he died... <clears throat> And she took her daughter, their daughter there, I assume it's their daughter, um, to Dubai for ex-husband's funeral, and she was detained at the airport. Um, She was questioned for 12 hours, and she's uh, in uh, hotel detention or whatever, Um, uh, and she's going to court and she's facing prison time for their strict social media laws. What? Because she called him an idiot. And she may be facing prison time because they have these strict social media laws. And she goes, but I was in the UK when I did that. And they go, no, I can see it. I'm in Dubai now and I can see it on the screen. So you've contravened our laws. Okay. That's that's it, insane, right? Well, it's insane. But they're mu- uh, how did they, did she not post very much and they didn't have to scroll back very far? Did the husband mention it somewhere and lodge a complaint at his end and they knew about it on file? There's a whole... Somebody, yes. There's something Somebody going on. dobbed her in somewhere for somehow, right? I'd say I'd so. I'd probably, I'm, I'm looking at the new wife. Yeah, new wife. <laughs> old horse face. Old horse face. Old horse face. Well, you know we can't go to Dubai after we publish this book. <laughs> What? This podcast is published. We're, um, we're Nick Ixnay on the Ubi day. <laughs> this is where we're going to make the title that too. No horse face in Dubai for us. Someone needs to give her a sugar cube. <laughs> but yeah, that's insane, right? Yeah. It's insane. So she's like, they. Um, somebody interviewed her. I, I didn't hear the interview, but... And they just said she was just sobbing and just like, I can't believe this is happening. She's British, I believe. Or, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, so uh, I thought I'd mention that one. Be careful what you put on the internet. Oh, you know, photos from the carnival. I was wondering why I wrote that there. Had issues with the young guy that was taking photos. <laughs> so yeah, uh, we get a whole bunch of volunteers in. Dean took the photos of the event. They're all good. Upload them to Dropbox for me. Other guy took photos of people weighing in their pumpkins. So sort of an official looking photo. There's a pumpkin, the guy with the weight in his hand yep. next to it. It's got Sensitech at the bottom. Sensitronic, close Sensitronic, enough. Sensitronic, close enough. <laughs> uh, and the GP uh, thing, GPC. Yep. Yep. No, so that's all good. And I said, just send me the file as soon as you can. Didn't hear anything from him. Sort of was talking to him on Wednesday or emailed him. Hey, where's my files? And then he come back with this really long winded email 
It sounded like he was crying while he was writing I think it. he was crying. It's the same thing as if he just deleted Minecraft. Uh, <laughs> but what he actually did was he had trouble getting photos from his SD card. He said that there was a problem. Only the photos from 1119 uh, p- No, 1156 after, uh, which was one person and a couple of pumpkin racing photos. And uh, anything before that wasn't there. And I've spoken to the camera experts or something in town. and uh, they've said that there's nothing that can be done. I've lost them. The files have been corrupted or whatever. I'm like, okay, cool. Just, yep, sweet. And then at the end of his email, he was like real apologetic. This will never happen again. Yeah, I did love that. This will never happen again. And I'm I'm like, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, And then something like, and then the very last line was something like, well, these things do happen or something. I'm like, yeah, cool. Uh, Never happened to me, but I suppose it does happen. Uh, And then... That was all good. And then I got an email while I was away and he's that, like- There was a day later or something? Day later. I've tried a different way of retrieving the files from the SD card and I have all the images now. Cool, bro. Send them to me. <laughs> um, so, you know, um, I'd be interested to- I, I uh, hypothesized that while he had a very fancy camera, he may have had uh, some sort of budget SD card in there, maybe. That's one thing, and I think- Never he, skip he on either, the SD cards. He either tried it from camera to computer, or he took the SD card out yeah. and plugged it in. One, one way or the other, it didn't work in one way. So, but I was interesting. He, I thought he took heaps of photos of the pumpkin races. No. No? There's like okay. four. So, the world is a smaller place now, right? Uh, what, with the interconnected people and smartphones? You would think there's not a lot to be discovered. Oh, except for the ocean, I'm guessing. No. Um, so, this woman, she's a British explorer. Okay. And, and she's only really just been called an explorer, I suppose. Alice Morrison. And I, I heard her voice uh, on, on the BBC World podcast. She's really um, Australian. She's re- No, she's um, oh. she's British. Oh, British. Um, she, she, walked the, she decided to walk the length of the Dra River in Morocco. It was 1,200 kilometres. And what this, she wanted to do this was... This sounds safe. Yeah. And what she wanted to do was look at the effects of drying up water. So that's a, a thing that's happening in that region, right? Okay. And so she starts from the mountains to the lush valleys to the dunes to dry desert. And when they got to dry desert, the wells were dry. Nomads had moved out and they'd, they'd sort of left and all that. Yeah. And she was talking about this in this interview. And, and they said, well, something interesting happened, didn't she? She goes, oh, yeah. Well, we had really crap reception. So I had to climb this little mountain thing to get cell phone reception. I was actually on WhatsApp with my mum, and she goes, oh, look up, and there's another higher peak. And she goes, ooh, is that a ruined building? She was getting dark, so I went back down yeah. and, and camped for the night. And then I got the the, um, the expedition leader, and they went up. And sure enough, not only is it a building, the buildings spread across three hilltops. It's a city yeah. that nobody knows was there. Oh come on! Really? And, and How? Um, and the, the, they haven't done any research, but because of the, the some carvings in the rock and stuff, they reckon it might be as much as three thousand years old. She said, obviously the nomads that used to live yeah, in that yeah, area yeah. would have known about it. Yeah, but it's nobody else knew about it. Wow! Supposedly. So there you go. You can still find stuff. And all I'm thinking is, dude, somebody should be doing the AI on Google Maps and finding this shit. I need the AI thing so that I'll just go, oh, I want a holiday. 
I think there's a ruin there that nobody, that I can't find anywhere else. Nobody's written about it, but I've found it on my algorithm on Google yeah. Map, and I'm going there for the holiday. Talking about mapping, actually, in this uh, Madeleine McCann uh, documentary, yep. they... That was in um, somewhere like Spain or... Portugal. Portugal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Algrave. Yeah, yeah. So... They uh, those police guys are idiots. They didn't do their job. All the stuff happened. They ended up uh, contracting a private investigation firm called oh, had some amazing name from America. And this guy's like, we've got access to all the uh, top top level everything, all the technology. We'll do everything. Ra 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 ra. And uh, he's like, actually, we've got access to FBI files, satellite imaging on the night of her disappearance. Boop, 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 boop. Sends it through and it's just Google Earth. Like screensh- <laughs> screenshots from Google Earth. And then they find out because they were talking to this guy. So hang on. Did they just like redact the Google Earth logo yeah, in so. the corner? Yeah. <laughs> so but they had a guy. Uh, that's $10,000. Oh, <laughs> more. Be more. But they were, they were talking to this guy who was an expert in. Um, how people remember things. Uh, I can't remember. He was really clever, but he was saying there was a lot of people that he worked with, which were highly skilled people in their field and stuff. But when this happened, they started asking questions about this guy. And this guy's like in photos holding a machine gun with all these other tough guys and all this sort of stuff. And then they realized he's just an Irishman who just made everything up. Oh, this American. The American's an Irishman and he doesn't have any clearance. He's never worked anywhere. He just made it all up. So anyway, maybe we that's hilarious. It's that, hilarious. Actually, it brings us to the end of the podcast, Chris. I've got so much. More. We've just been having so much fun. I, I do want to talk about one other quick thing. Okay, go, Kevin. Yeah, Kevin. Kevin's a which guy one from, from Sussex, and he follows the Royal Football Team. Most Kevins, just uh, off topic here for a second. How many Kevins do you know that are like really weird and special? Almost everyone I've ever met. Super Kev. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's someone we know. Uh, (laughs) And he was extremely weird and extremely special. Yeah, no, there's uh, there's a few of them. Yeah, what's this dude done? So anyway, um, so he had um, an Instagram, which he didn't use a lot, to be fair, but it's called um, Sussex Royal. Okay. Sussex Royal? Sussex Royal. And um, then his... Son comes and says, and he had like 40-odd followers, I think, 20, yeah. 24 followers, the something dream. like that. Yep. And his son comes to him and goes, oh, you've, uh, lo- your, your, your um, username's changed for Instagram, you know that, eh? And Instagram had changed to underscore Sussex underscore Royal. Oh, okay. Which is, um, <laughs> when I did that on the thing, it turned it into italics in the middle. <laughs> Because oh, right. I didn't know what that was doing. I was like, what is that? Um, and uh, they gave Sussex Royal to Prince Harry and Meghan, uh, who have broken records and getting over 1 million followers in 24 hours. And this guy's like, you know, I, I understand why they did it, but I, I would have thought somebody would reach out and tell me. Like, Instagram didn't tell him, or Facebook or who. No, they're not going to tell anyone. And, they don't um, care about people. That's no, the thing. They just and, don't care. And hearing Megan and none of their people got hold of him, and he goes, I just feel a bit. I would, I, I, I feel, I'd feel for him. I'd feel the same. If somebody said to me, I want to use your, you know, whatever, dot .com or your, your Instagram handle, Profit Wizard, um, <laughs> we want to change that because these important, amazing people want it. I'm like, sweet. 
can I get an autograph or something? I'm sweet, you know. So I'm assuming but, that... But nobody gets hold of it and he finds out from his... his I'm son. assuming the royal PR people or whoever set it up, it's not just them scrolling through going, oh, I wish I could have that. I assume the PR people are like... We, we want Royal Sussex. We'll just ring up, old, we'll or ring up old Zuck or someone. Yeah. Whoever, Sandberg, whatever your name is. And somebody's and, like, and Facebook's like, yeah, we can make it happen. Somebody's already got that. Not anymore, they don't. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't count. He's only got 40 followers. So this is going to wait till next week, right? Yeah. Chris has found some creepy old notebook from years gone by. We have to look at his Tinder update profile or thing on his Tinder on his phone. That's what? what we mentioned last week. Did we? I yep. forgot that. So uh, it'll be a good good one next week. Uh, until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure you subscribe and catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.